Um, last, uh, latest movie by Mike Flanagan, an American director and writer known for uh, Oculus and Absentia, um, and uh, is building a very big name for himself as a director of scary movies. And his latest is um, something that is, is kind of a paradigm shift. A movie not wasn't shot for very much money. $70,000 is the budget listed. I think I saw recently that each Game of Thrones episode cost $3 million for an episode of a TV show. Um, and I think uh, Big Bang Theory, due to the wages, is up there as well. And so you've got a film coming out for 70000 and they've released it on Netflix. So it's deliberately designed for that method of distribution rather than the cinema. And it's a very familiar horror trope, which is a woman who's in a house terrorised by a scary man outside, a la Halloween and a hundred other movies. Um, this one is written and it's a, uh, by his wife and him, so it's a family affair. His wife, Kate Siegel, is his brand-new wife as well, as of this year, is also the star, and there's very few other people in the movie. Um, John Gallagher Jr. shows up as a scary, scary man, um, the main point of this movie, which I think they don't actually make enough mileage out of, is the fact that she's deaf. Now, she lives on her own in the woods. <laughs> Who, honestly, in this day and age is going to live in the woods? We know what goes on out there. There's so many serial killers living in the woods. Would you really live on your own in the woods? But the fact that she's deaf makes it terrifying because this guy is creeping around her house with the required mask on. And of course she can't hear him. So imagine how awful and terrifying that would be. I think they actually don't use the fact that she's deaf enough or draw or use enough scenarios where that's shown. It is a, it's being, um, it's got rave reviews as a, a iconoclastic horror film. I thought it was fairly traditional, to be honest. Um, basically, she sees a face at the window uh and he's wearing a mask and um he's just killed her friend one of her na few neighbors and from that point on it's a battle of wits where this uh, woman tries to stop this guy from coming into her house and he deliberately toys with her he doesn't want it to be over quick he wants to put her through as much mental torment as possible um it's got rave review and that's really it and, and one of the biggest pluses in this movie it's 81 minutes long. There's nothing superfluous. It wastes no time getting underway. Um, there was another haunted, not haunted, um, horror in a house film I reviewed last year, which was very, very good. And it looked like 1970s things. Was it The House from Hell? Um, and that, I think it was going for an hour before anything really happened that was uh, moody or dark or, or related to the, um, the horror side of things. This is like five minutes and you're in. Uh, which is a great thing to see. It's like a, it's almost like a, an exercise in form rather than the story. There's not really much backstory in the characters, not really much story in the motivation of the killer uh, or why anything happens. It just sort of happens. And he is a very effective director. It's well, his cinematography is very well shot. There are some nice scary moments and some nice gross moments as well. The violence in it is quite well used. Uh, a couple of sort of uh, turn away from the screen stuff and a, a few big jumps and some nice twists and turns in the way that the characters uh, deal with each other and the scenarios that come up. But 
it's not revolutionary like some people are saying. Um, I don't really get that side of it at all. And um, another thing that's slightly annoying is when the shocks happen, they're sort of telegraphed by very loud music almost every time, which kind of detracted from it a little bit. Big jumping sounds, even though the sound sound stage was excellent on it, um, it's kind of dilutes the impact if it happens quite often. Um, but the serial killer guy was interesting, not amazing, but interesting. Um, Kate Siegel, amazing looking woman, was very good as the as the main character. And she gets probably, you know, 60% of the screen time. He gets 30% of the screen time and everyone else 10. So it's really a double-hander between those two. Um, it's not brilliant. It's getting absolutely raved about. Um, it, it is good, though. Compared to most films like this and compared to something like the awful Paranormal Activity franchise, it's a massive cut above that in terms of um, directing, in terms of screenplay. Uh, acting, cinematography, all of that is very, very well done for 87. So if you want a good scare, definitely watch this when you're on your own late at night, um, particularly if you live in the woods. Uh, I wonder how many times women have been terrorised in houses by serial killers in the movies. There must be like a hundred different ones, but this stands out. So I'd give Hush definitely worth a once through a spooky 7 out of 10. Uh, I watched an amazing gig by Bonivere at Vivid, on uh, last Friday for the opening of Vivid.